what's up what's up everybody hey y'all welcome back to the i just be podcast where you can just be um i really need to come up with a slogan for i just be podcast it's so many things i could say but for now just be over here on the i just be podcast all right um welcome in welcome back you already know i'm sipping on my tea so today i got some um it's called blackberry sage it's like bomb as fuck um the name brand of this particular tea is um the republic of tea i have like a big selection of teas everyone i've had with the republic of tea has been amazing um i just i just finished this uh roll of i think it was almond vanilla oh my god it was so good like Get on it. Get on it. I think they sell them at like Fresh Market and Whole Foods. And of course, you can get it on Amazon. You can get anything on Amazon. But Blackberry Sage, highly, highly recommended. It is so good. Um, so catch the vibe. So today, we're going to talk about um, childhood traumas in relationships. Childhood traumas in relationships. Whew. So um, this topic came up because i came across a um a post on my facebook from like three years ago where i was like i was randomly working out and i like channeled a message that happens to me a lot like when i'm working out and i'm exercising or i'm running or something like i get these like downloads and channels and um i posted this one on facebook and i think at the time i had just like not too long ago got out of a relationship and i was posting uh, something that I channeled for myself and I wanted to share it and I want to kind of start off the podcast with what I posted because it's a good like segue into what I want to talk about um, specifically um, this co- this can apply Ooh, excuse me y'all know I be burping and shit <laughs> this can apply to any relationship but like what I'm specifically talking about here is um, like intimate relationships Um, And just how I had to, I realized that I was, I had to work through a lot of my like childhood trauma throughout my relationships. I haven't um, been in a relationship for like five or six years just because I realized this in my last relationship that I had a lot of childhood trauma that I needed to deal with. Um, And the last relationship I had was before I started awakening, awakening before I started like, you know, getting into my spirituality and started uh, starting my healing journey. So I wasn't very aware of what was going on as far as the triggers when I was in my last relationship or the ones previous. So um, I've kind of I kind of took a break from relationships just so I can. you know, work on myself and like pull myself together and really kind of like clean up internally with some of the things I had going on. Um, And it's, (laughs) you know what? I just realized something, y'all. Today, today is my ex's birthday. That's so funny. That's so funny. Like that's, that's so weird. Like six years later, Anyway, I ain't going to get that shit too much energy. Anyway, so let's get into what I channel. (laughs) Shit. I wish y'all could see my eyes like rolling in the back of my head right now. Anyway, so uh, what I wrote was to all my singles. We fall in love with the parts of people we love about ourselves. We don't have to search for someone to fall in love with. 
We only have to realize the things we love about other people we love about ourselves. Find it in yourself, a.k.a. love yourself, and it will organically be attracted to you. Then there can be a coupled love, not two broken hearts trying to make a whole one in the when the pieces don't fit. I'm going to read that again. To all my singles, we fall in love with the parts of people we love about ourselves. We don't have to search for someone to fall in love with. We only have to realize the things we love about other people we actually love about ourselves. Find it in yourself, a.k.a. love yourself, and it will organically be attracted to you. Then there can be a coupled love, not two broken hearts trying to make a whole one when the pieces don't fit. I'm going to give you a second to process that because it took me a second when I channeled it. And sip some tea. So this is one of the things that I learned after I got out of uh, my last relationship, just because like the past, I guess I would say like the past three or four relationships I was in, um, I kind of realized like when I got, they all ended not good, by the way, they ended like very bad. Um, It's not like I hated the person when I ended it, but I was just, I felt like I was just drained. Like I had to like rebuild myself when I got out of those relationships. Like I had been so drained. I had been so like beat down and so like it was just really really bad like when I got out of those relationships and I had to like I don't know I had to like love myself back to myself it's like I was pulled so low vibrationally that I had to like do things and love myself and like put myself in spaces and around people where there was just love where I could just like build myself back up and when I got out of my last relationship, I just had I just decided, like, look, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's just too much work for me to get. I, I'm, I'm a lover. Like, I love being in relationships. I love, like, dating. I love that shit. And I'm sure everybody does. You know, who doesn't? Who doesn't want somebody to, you know, live this crazy ass life with? But I just didn't have any more strength to go through what I was going through in my relationships and having to, like, really rebuild myself after everything was said and done. And I also realized, like, damn, this shit ain't working. Like, none of my relationships worked um, more than a year. You know, um, (laughs) it's like if we didn't make it past that year, it wasn't going to work. And I realized that, like, okay, when that year mark starts to come up, it was already trash. And if I felt like it wasn't going anywhere, I'm out. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. So, um I had to dissect that a little bit. Like, what's going on here? Like, what is the real tea when it comes to these relationships? And over the past couple of years of me, you know, um, doing a lot of shadow work, doing a lot of, like, childhood trauma healing work, and, like, looking back over my relationships and trying to figure out, like, what happened, what could I have done differently, um, how I could have fixed things, you know, so that they weren't so ugly because, you know, (laughs) they, they became pretty ugly. Um, and also just because when I turned 18, like I got into my first like real relationship, of course I had my little, you know, whatever's in high school and middle school. Like, I don't even think those count for me, but once I got, um, like out of high school and I actually got into my first relationship, um, it was just nonstop. Like I got into one relationship and then I got into another one and I got in, out of that one and got into another one. Like it was just like a constant jumping out of one relationship, jumping into a, another one. 
and that went all the way up until I was probably like 26, 27. Um, and so that's why, like, in my last relationship, I'm like, okay, I need to take a break. Like, this isn't working. I'm not getting time to myself. I don't really know who I am just because I'm always in relationships with somebody. And um, I really need to take some time to myself. So going back to um, to what I channeled um, is that one thing I realized is when you get into a relationship with someone, someone, you always have that that beginning stage. You know, everything's all cute and y'all going on dates and y'all putting up this facade. Pretty much, it's a facade um, of you want them to see the good sides of you, and they they're gonna show you the good sides of themselves. You know, so like everybody's like putting on this like act of like, hi, this is who I am. Like, I'm here for you. Let's date. You know, let's watch movies. Let's, you know, let's have sex. Let's do all these happy go lucky things. And then, you know, as time goes by and y'all get to know each other a little bit better, you know, and y'all get a little bit more comfortable with each other, y'all will start to show more sides of yourself i mean it's just inevitable you're going to get to know each other more because you're spending more time together you're intimate um you know you're talking all the time you like you know getting in each other's minds and emotions and hearts and you're going to eventually start to see the parts of them that they didn't show you in the beginning and that's when things kind of become complicated because um you start to realize like, hey, this isn't really what I signed up for. Like, who is this person? And one of the things that kind of popped up in my relationships was um, cheaters. Like, it was just fucking cheaters. And like in the beginning, it was all this, you know, Google Gaga, everything's good. You know, you're the only one kind of situation. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, you know, you acting different and I can feel it like something's weird going on. And then next thing you know, they was cheating from the start. You know, like it never was really a thing. It was just like this illusion. So that's one part of it. But all the other parts of everything that was happening in my relationships, I was trying to figure out, like, why am I attracting these type of people like it seemed like it was the same person in a different body or the same energy in a different person. And I'm like, okay, there's a pattern here. And I seem to be, I seem to fall in love because, you know, I was dating, you know, I was dating around and it wasn't like I was, you know, all of my, all of the people that I was dating were, were trash. It wasn't like that, but it was more so the ones I fell in love with and actually started becoming in a relationship with. It was a lot of similarities. And I'm telling this story for a reason. I'm giving some of my backstory so that I can like kind of break this down and pull it back in from um, the thing that I channeled. And I kind of realized that I attracted these people and I fell in love with these people because that version of love that was um, that came with betrayal, that came with, you know, quote unquote cheating, which is pretty much betrayal and like um, disloyalty and like. Um, the lying and all those things and like secrets and all that shit um, I kind of realized that that was what love meant to me because me me growing up 
you know, everybody has their trauma. Like, I ain't going to go into my childhood trauma and everything that happened to me and go like, ooh, and woe is me. I ain't going into all that shit. But everybody went through their shit as a child, you know? Like, your parents did the best they could, and one way or another, they fucked you. And I realized that that's one of the things in my childhood that I experienced was a lot of disloyalty. I experienced a lot of secrets, a lot of, like, talking behind my back and, um, like, you know, stabbing me in the back, that type of situation. And um, I had to do a lot of reflection on... um, why why that was showing up in my relationships and it's because i realized that i had this image of what love meant in my heart you know and um the closer you get to someone and the more you fall in love that's going to come up like that love is always in you and what i've noticed is that when you get into relationship with someone um, it's a perfect opportunity to really see what your love looks like. Your love looks like. Because first of all, you're not going to attract anyone that isn't a reflection of you. And that's why I, when I channeled that message, let me pull it back up. When I channeled that message, we don't have to search for someone to fall in love with. We only have to realize the things we love about other people we love about ourselves. So when you meet someone and you start to fall in love with them, there are certain aspects of them that you love. You know, they could be funny. They could be um, very caring. You know, they could be um, one of those people that really stand up for themselves. Excuse me. One of those people that stand up for themselves, you know, they they don't mind speaking their mind and they don't mind, um, you know, stepping up to the plate and supporting and like all of these things. You're falling in love with those parts of them because those are the reflections of the parts of you. So it's not necessarily that you're falling in love with them. You're falling in love with the parts of you that you may or may not have realized yet. And I know that, like, I realized that in my past relationships, I kept falling in love with people that support, that were very supportive, that were very, um, they were very, hmm, how do I describe, um, they were like providers, you know, like one of those things where if you, let's just say I, I they listened, they paid attention, you know, like, let's just say you, you, you're, you need something, you know, you need a, I don't know, your car needs its oil change or something. And, you know, that other person knows your car needs the oil change, but you haven't really had time. And, you know, you're just kind of busy. You're going back and forth. And then, you know, one day they're just like, um, let me take your car today. Like, I need to go do something. And you're like, okay, whatever. And that whole thing, they just went to, like, change your oil because you never had time to change the oil. Like, shit like that. Like, they pay attention and they um, just do things that you need without you even asking them because they're actually listening to you. They're paying attention. They're like supporting you. They're like, um, you know, they're really giving you that love without you actually asking for it. And that's the when someone did that to me. Ooh, ooh. When someone you do shit like that, where you pay attention, melt, instant melt. But I realized that I fell in love with those parts. That's just one example, but I fell in love with those parts of people because 
that's how I am. You know, and, and back then I hadn't quite realized that that's a part of me that I love. And it goes both ways. Because when you get into a relationship with someone, there's also going to be things that trigger you. There's also going to be things that you don't like about the person. And that's where you have to do a little bit of shadow work. Because there's going to be certain things about people. And it may not be the exact same thing, but the energy is going to be the same. For example, someone, um, you may have a person you're in a relationship with and they are, they're just like naggy. You know, they complain about everything. They're like a Debbie Downer. Um, every time you try to bring up something positive, they're negative. And you love everything else about them. But this part of them is just like you. It's annoying to you. Like it triggers you. And if anything triggers you. It's a red flag that guess what? It's triggering something from your childhood. Maybe your mom was naggy as fuck. Maybe your dad was naggy as fuck and very, like, um, pessimistic about everything. And whether you know it or not, one way in one way or another, you're also the same way. You may not be, you may not express it in the way that they express it, but in one way, form, or fashion in your life, you're also naggy. You're also pessimistic. And that's where you have to take a look at yourself and look at your, um, do a little bit of shadow work to figure out, okay, this is triggering me from this person. So what part of myself is that trigger? Is that happening within myself? And these, this is what I learned. Now, I'm the type of nigga where when shit get kind of crazy and weird, I'm out. Like, I'm not finna sit in this shit and try to do my shadow work because I just wasn't with a person that was... Um, you know, spiritually adept or, you know, um, willing to go to counseling or those type of things to try to work on what was happening in the relationship. So I didn't really see where it was like going to be fixable. So I was just like, okay, this isn't working for me. I'm out. Like I need to get myself in a space where I'm emotionally safe because I start feeling not emotionally safe. And so, um, over the years, I started realizing the things that I didn't like, the things that triggered me in the relationships were things that I didn't like and was triggering to me in my childhood. I didn't feel listened. Like when I would say something or I would uh, um, bring up a point or something, I felt like I wasn't being listened to. I felt like I was always being blamed. If we got into an argument, I was always the blame for the argument. And first of all, it takes two people to argue. So it's not one person that can be blamed for an argument. It takes two people to make a fucking argument. But that's something that was triggering for me in, the, in my childhood. Because I always felt like I wasn't listened to. And I always felt like I was blamed for everything. And that came up in my, in my relationships. And I want to I wanna be clear that it's not saying that all these things are bad for you or that you're just as bad as the person giving you, you know, the negativity, but it's saying that you're still being triggered. Because if, if you wouldn't notice it, if it wasn't a trigger for you, if it wasn't a trauma for you, you wouldn't notice it. It wouldn't bother you. 
I remember listening to one of my teachers and they were saying, like, would you get mad if someone called you, um, like, a tree? Like, you're a tree and you're just going to be like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what does that mean? Like, you won't get mad at that. So why would you get mad if somebody calls you ugly or somebody calls you, you know, I don't know, insecure or somebody calls you whatever. Like, if you get mad or if it triggers you, it's because there's trauma there. And then on the flip side, I also went down the line of the things I loved about my relation, the people that I were in relationship with. And then start reflecting like, oh, my God, I'm also like that. That's I'm like that. I dated a lot of entrepreneurs. I dated a lot of business people. And I realized, like, you know, they were bosses. So I'm just like, that's me. I like that about them. I like that, that you know, they, they ran their own shit. They were independent. And I'm like, that's also me. I didn't know that back then. But I had to realize that that's also a part of me. So where I'm at now with it is I'm continuing to learn and, and, and find in myself and really just like embrace in myself the things that I loved about my relationships and the things that I didn't work through. And I, I worked through most of them. You know, I've done like a ton of fucking shadow work, even to the point where I had to realize like, don't get stuck on working on your shadow work. Like you have to embrace, you know, the positive just as much as the negative. And, you know, let me say that. Let me say that as well. What I've heard, I heard one of my teachers talk about this is that don't get caught up in always trying to fix yourself. Because we're in this era now where it's just like, you know, heal yourself and, and you know, um, get spiritual and elevate and vibrate high and you know everybody's so ooh peace and all this shit and yeah that's a part of it we're trying to get to that space but it's a process it's a process to get to that space and everything's not going to be all peaches and cream all the time and one thing that I went through in my awakening process is that I would beat up on myself when I wouldn't feel like I was all at peace or I was vibrating high and I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? You know, every I, I should be in a peaceful place. I should be high vibrational. And like, no, it's not all about being an angel and living in heaven all the fucking time. We live in a duality world. That's a part of this world is duality with everything, masculine, feminine, black, white. I mean, it's, it's, this is duality. You have the good, you have the evil. And you have to look at things from a wholesome standpoint. Because there's an angel in you and there's a demon in you. There's things inside of you that are, that you don't like. And there's things inside of you that you do like. That's just a part of who you are as a whole. 
Some days you want to be spiritual. You want to relight your incense and candles and go love up on everybody. And some days you want to go fucking turn up. You want to fucking drink some liquor and, you know, talk your shit and go fuck. Have a fuck fest or something. I don't know. Like, it's the duality of who you are. And you have to get to a point where you know you know your angel self and your demon self. And you know what's right and wrong for you. Not by the, the rules of everybody else, but by the rules of you and your spirit. Because you have your own rules. Just like there's universal laws and rules and there's fucking laws and rules in the United States. There's laws and rules in, in different countries and in the world. You have your own laws and rules. And that's why you have to take time with yourself. You have to meditate. You have to do the work of learning who you are so that you know who you, what your laws and what your rules are for your specific spirit. Because it's not going to look like everybody else's. Of course, we have our, you know, you're not supposed to just kill people or like hurt people. I mean, we have those rules. I mean, it's common sense type shit. But there's parts of you that may look evil to other people. And we're starting as as we're coming into this world of the Internet and like social media. We're starting to see more people that are like us. You know, for example, like I thought it was the worst thing to be, you know, gay when I was younger. I thought that she was the worst because that's the people around me thought that that shit was evil. I thought it was the worst thing to like, you know, be spiritual or looking into a, the occult or, you know, want to do spells. Like I thought that shit was evil. And now it's like I, I know now in my spirit that those things that those are things that are part of my spirit is not evil. And there are there are some things that are evil to me that may not be evil to other people. That's how you that's why you got to know who you are. You got to know the rules and the laws of who you are. And align them with the universal laws and the universal rules. And then you move and shake with that in this game that we call life. So getting back to what I said, you don't have to find someone to fall in love with. That's why they always say fall in love with yourself. Because when you fall in love with yourself, you're going to attract someone that also loves themselves. You're going to attract someone that is connected to those parts in themselves that reflect you. Because one thing I also realized is just as hurt as I was back then, I attracted people that were just as hurt. I was hurt, I was broken, I was lost, and I would attract relationships with people that were hurt, broken, and lost. And we were just two fucked up people trying to fucking make a relationship work. And that's why I said at the end, the channel came through that said, then there can be a couple love when you... When you find the love in yourself, it can be a coupled love, coupled love, not two broken hearts trying to make a whole heart when the pieces don't fit. And that's what I had. It was two broken hearts. I had a broken heart 
the person I was in a relationship with had a broken heart. And we was trying to make our broken hearts become one heart. And that just created fucking chaos. You are supposed to have a whole heart. A whole heart that's put together and healed as much as you can be. Then you attract someone that has the same thing. A whole heart. And those, heart become, those hearts become a coupled heart. You don't take a half, half of you and half of somebody else and then y'all hearts come together and become one person. No, that's not how that shit works. Of course, you have your soulmates, right? Where you're connected on a soul level. And on a soul level, when you come together, you become whole. But on, on, a, on a physical and a heart and an energetic level, no, you don't take half of yourself and put half with somebody else. That's not going to work. That's just like, that's just bullshit. That's going to cause chaos. Because you only have half of yourself to offer somebody. The other person only has half of themselves to offer you. That whole ain't going to work. Because y'all got two different halves. But if you're whole, and you attract somebody that's also whole, now... Now you can make a relationship. Now you can make something that actually works. They have love for themselves. You have love for yourself. And y'all can love yourself together. You love yourself. They love themselves. You can love them while they love themselves. They can love you while you love yourself. That's how that shit is supposed to work. You don't look for nobody to love you. Because that's always going to come with conditions. It's always going to come with some type of stipulations or rules. Do this and I'll love you. Do that and I'll love you. It's a trap. It's an enslavement. And it kind of goes back to slavery, speaking of enslavement. I mean, that's something that was taught to us. We were whole beings before this whole slavery shit came through. We were taught that we, what we were doing was wrong. That we needed to be loved by the white man, the European. And their love for us came with stipulations. But I ain't gonna go too far into that shit. Like, that's a whole, whole, whole. That's several podcasts. But I'm bringing that up to say that this is this was a learned behavior. That we, we're broken and we're looking for someone to come put our pieces together. Nobody's going to put your pieces together. They don't have your pieces. You got to put your own pieces together. You can go get help. And assistance to help you put your pieces back together to help heal your pieces and heal your heart. Make your heart back whole again But nobody's gonna come do that shit for you And especially not nobody As far as you being in a relationship Ain't no man out here Ain't no woman out here gonna be able to come together And fucking fix you Nobody's gonna do that You can fall into that trap if you want to Going out here looking for somebody to love you You better love yourself You better love yourself.
And I'm going to tell y'all just like I tell everybody. I'm not a relationship specialist. I don't know how to make your relationship perfect. But I know how to not be in a bad relationship. I know how to look for the triggers in the relationship that represent the triggers in myself that I need to fix. And sometimes you can fix it. Sometimes you're in a relationship and y'all are willing to work things out. Y'all are willing to work on on each other's work on yourself as well as the relationship and open enough to, you know, work with each other. But sometimes it's just too far gone. Sometimes y'all just too fucked up individually to bring that shit back together. Sometimes you got to take a break because this journey, this healing journey, it's a solo thing. You're going to get your help along the way. You're going to get, you know, assistance. You're going to have your teachers. You're going to have, you know, your, your, your guides, your spirits that come through and help you, the people that come through and help you. But it's a solo journey. You can have somebody teaching you the secrets of the universe, but it's up to you to receive it and use it to heal yourself. Nobody can do that shit for you. And that goes for relationships, too, because I see that shit all the time. People want to get in relationships for safety. People want to get in relationships to be healed. People want to get in relationships to get money. People want to get relationships for the wrong fucking reasons. You got to find that shit in yourself first before you fucking go out trying to find it in somebody else. That's going to that's gonna put you in a fucking, you're digging a hole that you're going to fall in every time. Because this is a solo journey. When you die, ain't nobody going to be there with you, dying with you. Going into the next round with you, it's just going to be you and whatever you did to heal yourself on the inside. That's all you're going to have. You ain't going to have this body. You ain't going to have that money. You ain't going to have nothing. You're just going to have whatever's in your spirit and however you took care of your spirit while you was on this earth. That's all on you, boo-boo. Nobody else. So getting back to the point, um, childhood trauma and relationships. Whether you're in a relationship or not right now, it's, it's an opportunity. If you're in a relationship, you're already in love, you're already in that space, you're in a great, great, great opportunity to take a look at yourself. Think about the things that you don't like about the relationship, specifically the other person. Think about those things that trigger you. Because whatever is triggering you, it's a trauma attached to that. And whatever those parts of the relationships that you love, that just like sends you to that space like, oh my God, this is why I love him. This is why I love her. That's you. That's a reflection of you. And that's what I had to realize is that it's not something outside of myself. One of the things that Bobby Hammett talked about 
um, in one of his le lectures. I told y'all about, um, you know, Bobby Hemmings was one of my teachers through YouTube. I never met him in person, but he was a teacher through YouTube. But one of the things that he said about love is that it's an internal thing. It's not a thing where the other person makes you in love. They activate it. You being in the space of with that person activates the love within you. And he made the example of that he had a friend that uh, he was in a relationship with this woman. And when they broke up, she was talking hella shit about him. She was just like, he was trash, like his sex was bad, like just like talking all this shit about the guy. And I guess it got back to him. And Bobby like asked the guy, like, you know, she was like putting you down and saying all this stuff. And the guy was like, I don't care. I was in love. I don't care what she said. I enjoy every bit of it. I had a great time. She may have had a bad experience, but she didn't say nothing. And he made the point that love is an individual journey. You have to focus on the love within yourself and stop focusing on what the other person is saying, what the other person is doing. Of course, there's the cooperation there. You can't just like be selfish about it. Excuse me. But at the end of the day, you being in that relationship, you activated the love within yourself. You activated that feeling of being in love. The other person didn't do that. And that took a while for me to sink in. Because when you think that someone else has the power to make you be in love, no, that's you. You just decided to open up your heart space. Because you saw in this other person all of the things you love about yourself. So then your heart space started opening up. And then you became in love. But your mind attaches that feeling of love to the other person. And that's when you start like, I want to control them. I don't want them to show this bad side of themselves. I want them to show the side of themselves that represents the positive side of me because I want to continue to keep feeling that love feeling. But it's not them. It's you. It's you. You can still have that same feeling by yourself. You can look at yourself and start seeing those parts of yourself that you love and feel that same love. I felt it. Now, I haven't gotten it to a point where I'm like, oh, shit, I feel like I'm in a relationship and I'm in love. But I've definitely tapped into those spaces where I really, really, really looked at myself. I really, really, really thought about the parts of myself that I'm like really loving about me. The, the hard work that I put in for me to get to where I am, the parts of myself that I've always been, and just like really sitting in that space and feeling it in my heart. And I started feeling this, this love, this like pulsation. That's what happens when you get into a relationship with someone. There's a lot of other things going on when you like, you know, connect with someone and you become intimate, but this is a part of it. That whole love space, energetically, 
You're just falling in love with yourself through a reflection of someone else. Because you only can see, you only can see who you are in another person. But I ain't going to go there. That's, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. You can only see who you are in this earth. Everywhere, really. So, with that being said, I'm going um, to kind of wrap this one up. But I just wanted to share with y'all um, what I've learned through working through relationships, intimate relationships. I mean, this kind of, it kind of um, applies to other relationships, you know, friendships, family, um, those type of things. But the biggest opportunity for you to really, really see yourself is when you're intimate and you really fall in love with someone, when you really open your heart space up. That's going to really show where your love is. If you're still holding on to things from your childhood or if you've grown or if you've like, you know, where your heart is, you'll really be able to like gauge that when you interact with someone else on a loving level. Because, you know, you can do all the work you can by yourself, but you got to test it. You can do a lot. You can do a ton of shadow work, but you got to somehow test that shit. You got to see if it really if you really work through that shadow work and the best way to do that is to interact with other people. You got to interact with other people to see where you are. And if you want to get deep, that's when you're in a relationship. That's going to show the real shit because that's when your heart start opening up. And where people fuck up is, is they try to control the other person. You open up your heart, you fell in love with another person, and you want to control them to make them continue to do the things that you want them to do to make your heart feel good. That's not their responsibility. That's your responsibility. You can't control other people. You can't control what they do, what they say, how they act, where they go. You can't control none of that shit. People going to do what the fuck they want to do. But what you can control is you can have a space in your heart for them. And then if it works for you, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If they're continuing to trigger you and you can't work through that while you're in the relationship with them, you got to get out. But if they're supportive and you working through that, that's someone that you can stay with. Because nine times out of ten, what someone else is doing to trigger you, they don't even know they're triggering you until you say something. They don't know what they're doing is triggering you. And that's something that I dealt with. I expected someone else to know when my heart was broken, to know when they hurt my feelings, that whole passive aggressive shit. They don't know. They sitting there looking like, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with him? What's his problem? What is going on? And I'm sitting over here butt hurt. Like, how dare you treat me like that? And they like, what is wrong with him? But that's what I was doing. I was trying to control them in a passive-aggressive way. I'm not going to tell you exactly how I feel. I'm not going to tell you that you doing this is triggering a trauma in me from my childhood that I need to work through. 
I'm not telling you that. What I'm doing is I'm being mad. And I want you to fix it by doing something to make my heart feel good. That's not their responsibility. That's your responsibility. Nobody can open or close your heart or break your heart but you. Your heart's, nine times out of ten, your heart already got broken in your childhood. Everybody's in the space where they're trying to uh, remend and reheal their hearts and make it make it work for them in the now. That's a whole nother, you know, healing your heart is a whole nother, like, story. It's a whole nother podcast. It's a whole nother realm of things. But being in a relationship is a good way to start. And not saying to go look for relationships so that you can like heal your heart and find out where it is. But if it happens, everybody's either been in a relationship or they're in one now. Even if you've never been in an intimate relationship, you've been in a relationship with your friends. You've been in a relationship with your parents, with your siblings, with your family. Those are all ways to gauge where your heart is. But with that being said, I'm going to wrap that up. I'm going to wrap that up. Um, Overall, it's all about the heart chakra. It's all about your heart and your emotions and really being aware of what's going on in there. When you're alone, as well as when you're with other people. And when you see stuff in other people that you're just like, yo, that's dope as fuck. That's you. When you see something in other people and you just like, they're annoying, that is trash. Mm, you better do some, you better look in the mirror. Because if you're judging somebody, you need to look in the mirror and see what's going on. If somebody want to wear a red shirt, why should I judge them because they want to wear a red shirt? That ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, you got a red shirt? I'm happy for you. But if you so mad because somebody want to wear a red shirt, you need to look in the mirror. That's that's a reflection of you, honey. Because they wearing their red shirt and they being great. You feel me? Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to keep like harboring on that shit because that was like a heavy, a heavy subject, but... I appreciate y'all hanging in there with me. I hope, um, I know I kind of went all over the place with this, but I hope this like resonated with some of you guys. I hope this like helped because it really, really helped me um, coming out of like some really traumatic relationships. It kind of helped me kind of put some things together within myself so I can start attracting people that actually worked for me. You know, I'm still single just because I don't want to be in a relationship right now, but I have attracted some really, really good people. Um, that reflected the good parts of me, the healed parts of me. And that's always the goal. You want to attract somebody that represents the healed parts of you. You want to attract someone that represents the the good side of you, the, the part of you that will support you and continue to help you to grow and heal within yourself. And you can only do that that by continue to continuing to put energy towards the healed parts of yourself. And you're just going to meet people that represent that. So continue to heal, continue to be on your healing journey, continue to um, elevate yourself 
and know that you're a whole person. Know that you're not just an angel, but you're also a devil. Just face it. You got some shit. You got some dark parts of you that, you know, you might not tell and show everybody, and that's totally fine. Now, if you're a serial killer, you know, you got to go somewhere else with that shit. But it's some parts of you that you, you know, you got some shit with you that's just like, mm, I don't want to tell everybody this because, you know, it's a secret. And that's okay. You know, embrace all of who you are. Because when you attract that person, you want them to embrace all of who they are so they can embrace all of who you are. And then it's just going to work. It's just going to work. So shout out to all my people out there, you know, in relationships and y'all holding it down and y'all doing the damn thing and y'all, you know, setting the scene for everybody like, you know, relationship goals and shit. Shout out to y'all. That's really doing it. Not just posting it on Instagram like everything's perfect. No. But shout out to the ones that's out there really doing it. Shout out to y'all. And the ones that's out there healing themselves and preparing themselves for their soulmates. Shout out to y'all as well. Shout out to y'all. So... That's what I got for y'all this week. That's what I got for y'all this podcast. I want y'all to take care of yourselves. I want y'all to continue to vibe high. I want y'all to continue to hold it down within yourself. Keep holding the love down within yourself as we go through this transition in the world. And I'm always sending y'all lots of love, lots of light, lots of support. Um, Again, I'm always here for y'all. I just be 412 at gmail.com. And thank you guys for all the listeners. For me to just have launched this podcast, I'm going to say this again. I see listeners all on the West Coast, all on the East Coast. I got some listeners in Europe, some listeners in Russia. Like, shout out to y'all. Like, shout out to y'all for real. That makes me feel really good and it gives me, like, inspiration to continue to, like, put these out. So hopefully these are helping y'all. Hopefully my crazy experiences. All right, helping y'all out, um, and uh, I will check y'all guys out in the next podcast. Peace.